0: but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Listen in for tangible tips and advice for growing your business from those who have been there. Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. Okay, Ella, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm so excited to be speaking with you. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited to be speaking with you, and there's so much that I want to dive into. But to start things off, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Yes, I'm Ella Greenwood. Um, I'm a filmmaker and I'm the founder of Broken Flames Productions, which is a london based production company um and we focus on mental health based projects uh, with a lot of our work amazing and so how did you first get into
0: sort of the filmmaking industry? What sort of brought you in that direction?
1: I always loved films so much, like I loved going to the cinema um and just yeah, it was so excited by new films and storytelling and everything um, and knew that I wanted to somehow be involved and at first I thought it was with acting so I acted from a young age, um, had an agent and auditioned and worked on a few projects and everything but then when I turned 18 I decided that I really wanted to try telling my own stories and creating my own work so that's how I got involved with filmmaking and and going more behind the camera. Amazing. And then
0: how did that sort of then lead into Broken Flames production? Did you already always sort of know you wanted to own your own uh, production business or be an entrepreneur at all?
1: No, <laughs> not at all. Like I, it's still crazy to me sometimes. Like it, yeah, that was never, ever the intention or never the plan. I think even though I'd acted in a few smaller projects and, and seen it from that side, um, I had no experience of filmmaking and not really a clue at all on, on pre production or post production because I'd just been on set a few times. And so it was just me. Like when I wanted to do my first film, um I crowdfunded for it and yeah, like I knew I didn't know anyone else in the industry or anyone that could kind of help me out as a filmmaker. So I thought that by creating a company rather than it just being me it was you know a project for this company that it would just be slightly more people would want to kind of get involved with a bit more because if not it was just this random 18 year old who had no clue what she was doing so that's kind of honestly where it came from I yeah that's why I set up and it seems quite crazy to me now but I think it's just when I have my mind set on something I'm like okay well that sounds kind of like a good idea I guess I'll try that and see where it goes and yeah, it just kind of went from there. I love that. And I
0: think that's definitely sort of the attitude all entrepreneurs really need. So it's great that you saw that from the beginning. And do you have any advice? You said you kind of, you know, you did it all on your own. Do you have advice for someone who's looking to get into that industry and sort of what you would tell them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, there's so many ways now to create your own work and it's not, it's such an easy, you know, easier said than done. But there really is with with your phone or with, um, there's so many programs, you know, in the US and the UK that are for new filmmakers and new creatives um, that you can apply for. So it really is just, I think making that first step, which is always the hardest, but just having like 20 seconds of courage to to apply for that or to, to say, I'm I'm going to make this film, I'm going to crowdfund, I'm going to set this up, because with crowdfunding, again, there's, you know, you look at other crowdfunding, um, how people have raised money before, you look at the way they've structured it, you look at their videos, and there's so much that you can learn from other people who've already done it, and um, just from advice and from websites and articles. Like, if you want to find something out, you probably can. So it's really just... Just kind of making, yeah, that first step. And I always think it is having 20 seconds of courage to just, yeah, say and publicly say out that I'm going to make this film. I'm going to do this project. And then, yeah, it's out there and you kind of have to do it then hmm.
0: Absolutely. No, I definitely love that. And it's great to sort of learn from others who have been there before. And you did mention that, you know, your business does focus on mental health. And do you want to tell us a little bit about how you first got into the space? I know you're also a mental health advocate. And so sort of how you first got into that whole industry.
1: Yeah. Um. So I really started struggling with my mental health as a young teen around the age of 13. Um. And I I didn't know what I was going through and I didn't know who to talk to. I knew nothing about mental health. I I just didn't know, yeah, kind of what I was experiencing. So I really struggled and I couldn't quite find where to get help, where to get advice. And I really wanted to change that with my work like I wanted to create content that was then about raising awareness of mental health particularly in teenagers and young people and that's where I started and then from then on we've gone to work on on different areas um so it was yeah a combination of kind of wanting to raise awareness and and do different films to introduce people to different areas and different topics and to promote you know speaking out asking for help um and then it was also as I kind of continued on and and had been struggling what i'd seen in the media was very negative so there was nothing to kind of introduce you to it it was like all of a sudden you were just completely then thrown into oh this criminal um it's so criminalized you know it's um they committed this crime because of this mental illness or it's focusing on suicide scenes or it's using Suicide as a kind of a, a dramatic aspect to, to get audiences involved. Like it's an entertainment, sorry, not involved, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It was this weird mixture of seeing barely any, well, any really positive or, or real representation of mental health. So not kind of relating to that. And then seeing really extreme versions that are really negative. And I just thought, well, I just want to see a real. Accurate and positive representation of mental health in the media. So, yeah, that's that's kind of why I, I wanted to start telling stories to do with mental health. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think that that's so
0: important and great, giving that sort of different perspective of it, and sort of what sort of messaging is it that you are trying to sort of convey, or sort of those changes you are looking to make with Broken Flame Productions.
1: Yeah, I mean, we always want our work to be positive um so to yeah never show any anything negative anything graphic or anything like that just to show characters and their their real experiences but always showing that there's ways to get help like we never ever want it to kind of end on a negative a negative note or, or anything like that and yeah to show different ways as as well and to show that there's ups and downs and then there's more ups and downs like there's not really anything that you can do to just then be better it's always a constant journey um so yeah I think it's it's focusing on, on things like that, that are harder to kind of just say and explain. And that's what's powerful about film, because you can kind of show it, or at least you can show some aspects and um hope that people can relate or see themselves or see their friends or see their family members in, in this character.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, it's definitely great to see that conversation around mental health becoming more I guess, common around, like more people are talking about it. And you mentioned there that with your films, you always want to make sure people know where they can go for help, resources that they can access. Do you have any of those that you could share right now with the listeners or any advice for someone who maybe is struggling right now?
1: Yeah. um, So I'm an ambassador for the amazing charity STEM4 and it's UK based, but they also have a range of apps available to everyone um, for different aspects, uh, anxiety, um, self harm, um, depression. Like it, it's yeah. They have a range of resources on their website, and then also various different apps to help people struggling with their mental health. They suggest other ways as well to get help. So I always recommend checking their website out and checking those apps out. Um, they're free and they're yeah, um, easily available, which is so great and. I mean advice is is always difficult, you know, I it but just I'd say my main advice is then to ask for more advice from the right people, ask for help from the people around you, you know, just letting people know if you are struggling, it's so important to to say and to then find those next steps in the right places wherever you are from the right people. Mm hmm. Absolutely.
0: No, thank you so much for sharing those resources. I think that's great that they're available for people and free to use as well. And with the business side of uh, Broken Flames Productions, you said you sort of started up all on your own. Can you tell us about sort of what was the biggest challenge you really found in building up a business? There's so much that goes into it and in so many different avenues, but what did you sort of find to be, you know, an obstacle you really had to overcome?
1: I mean it's it is incredibly isolating <laughs> which is which it is difficult I think it's because there's always pros and cons I find to to pretty much everything in the sense that I love being able to create my own work and to have a say in in what I do and and with how the films go for example but then there's also you know with that control that you have on your own there's also the pressure that comes with it Um, and the stress and that it is all on you, which I found, I mean, it's, it's still difficult now, but luckily I have amazing people that I work with, but especially at the start, it, it just, yeah, it's a lot to take on yourself. Um, and of course it's incredible to be able to do that, but yeah, it's, it's very difficult too. um, and I think to just take yourself seriously, um, as well as getting other people to take you seriously, especially with something like you know running a business and um it's not always it's not the same as being able to go to to a place nine to five unless you have an office so some people are like oh maybe don't take it seriously that's actually what you're doing that's actually a career like it, it is a job like even though you know for so long of it I, w- I was at home and just on my laptop and I I tell my friends like I, I have work to do today and they're like but but do you <laughs> And it was like, yes, like, I I really do need to send this email. I really do need to do this. Like, I, I in every single aspect is important. I need to post this Instagram. Like, I need to, yeah, I need to get this sorted. It's all the little things as well as the big ones. Um, so, yeah, it's taking yourself seriously as well, though, and saying, no, actually, I do need to do this today. This is my career. This is my job. Um, and I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to fully commit to it.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think a lot of entrepreneurs can definitely relate to that. And I think it's, that's something a lot of people don't realize is really the dedication you have to have, because yes, you're your own boss, you get to make the decisions, but it's also up to you to make those decisions and put the work in. And you mentioned there, you know, being taken seriously in the beginning and especially you said when you started so young that's why you wanted to create the full team um was this something that you sort of struggled with in the beginning was trying to be taken seriously as a as a young entrepreneur or um what did you sort of do to sort of overcome that almost I guess fear going into business that I'm sure a lot of young entrepreneurs can relate to
1: yeah I mean it's it's interesting because I think at the start like I'd I'd never ran a business before. I'd never um I'd never made films like I'd I'd acted but I'd never done this and I think that honestly gave me a lot of confidence to just be like I'm just going to try I'm just going to go ahead and do it. You know, I don't I'm not in the industry yet. I'm not in this world. Um I've got kind of like no one knows me. So I'm just going to do my best and try and I think because of that I yeah I had a new kind of layer of confidence um and I was able to find people who I don't know I just I'd them like they 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 had respect like they treated me well I think honestly it's since then like I found it harder and harder because the more that I've worked we've got to work on bigger projects and everything and that's when I found it harder to um kind of have that confidence I feel like I lost it quite a bit actually that the more that I went on because then I'd, I was in the industry and um yeah I wanted to work on bigger projects and I think you know whatever business you're in the the further you get the more you have to rely on other people to say yes to things um so you can't just grow your business or your career on your own, like it does involve other people. So then it was more approaching people who had been in the industry for a while. And um I found that really difficult because then I was like, well, I, you know, these people have been in the industry for ages. Like I am young. I'm wanting to do things this way and um trying to yeah kind of stay true to what I want to do. So yeah, it's it's more now and and in the middle rather than at the start that I feel like it's harder but it's just knowing that I can bring something always like I can bring maybe not 10 years of experience in the industry but I can bring my current experience as a young person and I want to tell a story about young people like I can bring my experience of struggling with depression as a teenager and it's a story about a teenager with depression like it's you're always going to be able to bring your own perspective and, and experience it in some aspect and and then I have like I have worked hard and i have um I do have experience in filmmaking so it's just like reminding yourself of that and the different things that you bring compared to um people that are a bit older for example so Yeah, it's just uh, (laughs) kind of
0: making sure that you you don't forget that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, you definitely have had many accomplishments throughout your career, throughout your business. And is there sort of one moment that really stands out to you as a milestone that, you know, you still it's sort of like a pinch me moment you've had?
1: I do. I mean, we this year we were lucky enough to work on a film that also shot in Los Angeles. Which, to me, is quite crazy. It's an amazing project, Once Upon a Riot, and we worked on it over at Dream Motion Studios in the US. Um, And, yeah, I think that was quite crazy, just because, uh, like, I, I didn't know anyone in the industry growing up, and even the industry here seemed so crazy to me and, like, something that I couldn't be a part of, so let alone, like, getting to do something in the US as well. And then also just... I think just the people that I've got to work with whether it's actors or or, um, crew members and yeah getting to create something with them that's always a pinch me moment when you're um, on set and there are so many different people all doing different things but working on um, on this story that you've written and that's just come from your head (laughs) I think it's always yeah pinch me moments so there's so many which is is really great and I think it is like nice to remind yourself of all these um wonderful moments so yeah
0: yeah definitely and and some of those two as well um named Forbes 30 under 30 you were also part of the Women Entrepreneurs Magazine's Most Influential Women Entrepreneurs can you tell us a little bit about these as well were these sort of goals that you had or sort of how did that all come to be
1: yeah I mean They were never really goals of mine because I just even, you know, when creating my company to make films, like I still didn't really see it as, oh, I'm going to start a business now. Like (laughs) I kind of separated that, like I was starting a company, but I just didn't see it that way. Um, So I never thought that I'd even be called anything like an entrepreneur to be um, featured by something like Forbes for being a founder of a company um so yeah that was never really anything that I'd kind of had in mind or um yeah wanted to achieve but yeah it, it's crazy still to um get the recognition and, it, and it's wonderful and um with Forbes like I it just kind of came out of nowhere and even when I saw that I was on the list, like, I, I didn't believe it. I, I generally thought I was hallucinating or something. Um, but it's really special to just to have something like that say, yeah, you are a founder of a company. Like, um, and to have even one other person recognize the potential in you is is always really special. So, yeah, it's been really great.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And do you have any advice for someone who is looking to start a business? Um, Maybe something that, you know, you wish, you know, when you
1: knew when you first started or something you've really learned along the way? I think just you do have to be prepared to give so much, so much of your time and so much of yourself. Like it's it's really hard because if you're starting a business, it's something that's personal to you. I would say always, so it's kind of like a a piece of you and and when there's rejections and there's stress, it's it's kind of, and it just adds to it that it is something that you care so much about and you're so passionate about and you are going to always, I'm bad at, you know, any time I get an email, I look at it straight away and then I feel like I need to answer and there's just not really that, you just can't really escape it or it's a lot harder to do. Um, And even things like, it's just small things like being prepared to spend money on, on boring things, honestly, like domains and, you know, special Google accounts and email, you know, being able to create email templates, like all these different softwares and Photoshop and like all the, for things like graphics on your Instagram, like all these little things that add up and like, they're not fun to spend your money on. And it's a real investment to kind of, you know, I, I don't come from a rich family and, like I you know I had to earn the money to then spend and you don't I'd rather have spent my money on, on going out with friends and, and this and that but it's always worth it and it is just having to make that investment first in yourself and your company that will then hopefully pay off um, but just being prepared to give up a lot of your time and to prioritize things that may seem a bit boring <laughs> compared to, <laughs> to fun really
0: Yeah, definitely. And I I think that, you know, like you said, because it's something so personal, having a business that you relate to, it's, it is hard to turn that off. Do you have any ways in which, you know, you really work or strategies or routines in order to sort of, you know, be able to separate that and make sure you are taking that time for yourself as well?
1: Yeah. I mean, unless we're shooting something like I do, try and not work on weekends which seems like a simple thing but it can be difficult sometimes because um I mean yeah people work all the time in different time zones as well and um but then it is you know making the time to see friends even if it's just going over and and spending time at their house or having them come here or it doesn't have to be doing anything crazy like going on holiday or anything like that like just chatting and just um yeah even like I I love just watching films with my friends because I know that I would struggle to sit there and watch a film on my own because there's all these other distractions so it's just nice to be able to do anything in in someone else's company and then as well because I think when if it's a business that you're running on your own it's not many other people really care about all the small things that you're stressing about. So it's kind of like a reminder to not be in that mindset and to be with the other person and to, um, to care about what they're going through and what they're dealing with right now rather than what you are. So, yeah, I, I think definitely dedicating time, whether it's days or or hours of the days off and making sure that you're, um, spending time with other people.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I definitely agree. I think that's so important as a business owner and as an entrepreneur to sort of have that space for yourself. And I know that you have a lot going on right now with your business. Is there some upcoming plans or things that people can watch out for?
1: Um. Yeah. Um. So, with my company Broken Flames, we run um, the Lucas A. Ferrara Film Fund. So we've just had our second year of doing that, um, and we'll be announcing the winning script soon and then making that project so that'll be exciting for us and then just a few other projects that we've got coming up um screenings of one of our films bib and bap for one um our other film why wouldn't i be and then we're finalizing another project called maywood road so we'll be sharing the trailer and everything for that soon so yeah a bit of everything amazing and
0: where can people go to watch out for all of that and also connect with you and find you online as well
1: um on instagram my personal username is at popsella. it's kind of a random one i've had it since i was like 12 because i loved pop tarts um (laughs) and it's just stayed the same ever since and then the business one is at broken flames pd for broken flames productions that's the same on twitter and then on twitter i'm at ella underscore greenwood
0: Amazing. And I always like to just end off the episodes with a few rapid fire questions. So if you just want to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So owning your own business means? Excitement
1: and stress. One word to describe your business? Adventurous. I feel like that's a really bad one, but that's kind of what we're trying to be. (laughs) Uh, Someone you look up to? My... Producer that I work with really closely, Maya Bartley O'Day. A book you'd recommend? The Murder of Roger Croyd by
0: Agatha Christie. A film you'd recommend? I'm sure there's many.
1: (laughs) Uh, Eighth Grade by Bo Burnham.
0: A lifesaver for your business. So this could be a platform, this could be a planner, just something that you couldn't run your business without.
1: Uh maybe Google Drive. I love
0: Google Drive so much. (laughs) I do too. Um and the best
1: advice that you've ever received. The people who get furthest are the ones who are most resilient.
0: Love that. Well, thank you so much, Ella, for joining me here today, for sharing your story. Um, I'm so excited for everything that's come for you come for you. And I am a huge fan of everything that you've done. So I just can't wait to see what you do next. And thank you again. Thank you, it was lovely speaking with you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Made It Happen Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And thanks again for all your support. I'll see you next week.